Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, extreme fire conditions spread northward into the Pacific Northwest. Tens of millions affected by air quality alerts. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So today's Daily Bolt uh, comes after a, another day off, which I apologize for. Uh, but it's been a very busy uh, week uh, because uh, I live in one of the areas that's affected by what's going on and, and in the West and being discussed in tonight's podcast. And that has occasionally caused a few changes in ha- how my schedule has uh, worked out. Um, we are talking about the fire conditions in the western United States, which have been going on for weeks now, especially in California with some uh, also hot spots in Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Colorado, and Idaho. Uh, but we are now seeing a big push of fire activity northward into the Pacific Northwest forests, which normally do not have as great a fire activity as the other parts of the West, just because being farther north, uh, they tend to be closer to the summertime storm track and get a little more in the way of precipitation. But as uh, has been pointed out in previous Daily Bolts, the drought in the West has been getting worse and uh, especially getting worse in the Pacific Northwest states of Oregon and Washington. And uh, particularly the forest areas in uh, western Oregon and Washington have been uh, drying out. There's more fuel for fires. And unfortunately, we are now finally getting to the point where uh, significant fire activity is occurring not just throughout California and the other states I mentioned, but uh, throughout uh, western Oregon and uh, western and central Washington. Uh What's uh, kind of amazing is looking at the map that I have posted in the Daily Bolt podcast group, uh, which has lots of colored triangles and squares, uh, plus uh, there are different gray shades uh, on this figure. The gray shades represent the density of smoke that is present in the atmosphere. Uh, It basically is equivalent to a qual a quantity that we call uh, aerosol optical depth. Uh, basically, the greater the density and or thickness of a smoke layer, the greater the aerosol optical depth is. And uh, you can think of an optical depth as being uh, the amount of uh, a substance that sunlight has to pass through or attempt to pass through. Now, anyone who lives close to an area where there's lots of smoke from any or all of these fires will tell you that uh, you don't get nearly the bright sunshine, you don't get the blue skies, you just get a lot of haze. And in uh, a number of cases, the amount of sunlight that is scattered from a direct beam is sufficient that the temperature is actually kept down and is not as hot as it might have been had the smoke layers not been present and the solar heating been able to reach the surface, heat the ground, and the air above it. 
Uh, that's actually an effect that I talked about a little bit in a previous podcast as well. But with a uh, larger aerosol optical depth, you get less uh, direct solar energy uh, reaching the ground. It, it spreads out, gets diffuse, uh, creates this milky haze. Uh, there's a phenomenon called me scattering that comes into play, uh, as well as a larger particle scattering of light, which creates either the milky white to, to yellowish, uh, almost a, a, a sickly tan white brown uh, type of mix of colors associated with uh, wildfire smoke. And uh, once that mixes down towards the surface, uh, through any number of mechanisms, and that can be daytime heating. It can also be the smoke not being able to escape at night because of a temperature inversion. Uh, you can have air quality problems throughout uh, many locations affected by the smoke layers. And you can see here with all the colored triangles, the places where it's green, the air quality is good. Um, and the uh, difference between the circles and the squares represents whether a station is permanent or whether it is something that has been temporarily placed uh, and activated uh, because of the presence of so uh, much uh, wildfire smoke from the vast number of fires. But still, regardless, the green is good. The little fire symbols uh, uh, indicate places where you have actively burning wildfires at the present time. And this particular map was generated at 7.30 Pacific time on uh, Thursday, September 10th. As you get into warmer colors, you get into progressively worse air quality. Uh, the yellow circles, triangles, and squares indicate areas where we consider moderate air quality. Moderate air quality is not as healthy for you as good, but it generally does not affect anyone significantly enough to uh, prompt uh, any sort of air quality alert uh, issued by the Environmental Protection Agency and or the National Weather Service. Uh, and lots of people do things like exercise outside uh, in metropolitan areas all the time uh, where there can be moderate air quality in the afternoon. Usually that's not too big of a problem. Once you get into the orange uh, designations, that is uh, enough either ozone or particulate matter that uh, people who are sensitive, those who have asthma, those who have other respiratory conditions can be somewhat affected and have a little bit more difficulty breathing, particularly if they're trying to do something a little bit strenuous. And you get into the reds, then the dark reds, and you're getting into uh, unhealthy and very unhealthy uh, air quality conditions. And there is a hazardous condition that is, that is even uh, the, dar the darkest color that you see there. Uh, so the hazardous conditions are such that uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, health agencies, the National Weather Service all recommend basically you don't go outdoors. 
Uh, it can affect anybody. Uh, very, very healthy people with no respiratory problems might be able to do okay, but not even for extended periods, as that uh, would be very detrimental to their health. Sensitive people should definitely not go outside at all. And there are a few of those triangles uh, in particular that have that darkest uh, color. It's almost a black showing up on this particular figure. And these are all over California. Uh, earlier this week on Tuesday, we had air quality alerts where I live. Uh, schools were canceled. Uh, uh, they went to digital days uh, because with COVID restrictions, part of the air system requirements are that you have to exchange the air often and the filtration systems can't keep up with the smoke. So there are certainly lots of, uh, of impacts. And the thing that has been going on in the last couple days is the outbreak of major fires within Oregon and in parts of Washington. Oregon in particular seems to be uh, the current flashpoint. Uh, a couple days ago, a fire uh, located within the Mount Hood National Forest, which has been called the Riverside Fire, and if you have not heard about it, you will start hearing about it soon, uh, has grown very quickly to over 120,000 acres within the space of about 48 to 54 hours. Uh, now, 120,000 square, 120,000 uh, acres is on the order of uh, a, a little under 200 square miles, probably like 180, 170 or so. Uh, that's a lot of territory to bur to start burning within a two-day period, and the problem is there is no one currently fighting this fire, and it's not because. Uh, that the governor of Oregon uh, just wants to let it burn and cause all sorts of destruction and havoc. Uh, under the current political climate, you might be tempted to think that, but it's actually because the fire behavior is so extreme that uh, the firefighting authorities have deemed it extremely dangerous for any firefighters to even attempt to fight it on the ground. Now, there are airdrops of water and chemical slurries that are meant to be fire retardant and fire suppressants, but so far, uh, this fire has not been contained at all in the last two days. The containment is estimated at 0%, and that's probably quite accurate. And it is unclear when the firefighters will be able to get back on the ground to try and build containment lines. Uh, meanwhile, this fire just continues to expand at a very rapid rate uh, and sending off uh, a smoke plume that is affecting, uh, at, depending on uh, uh, the specific wind direction, the Portland, Portland metropolitan area, areas of southern and south central Washington and areas of uh, north central Oregon. There is another fire to the south and... Uh, the southwest of the Riverside Fire in the general vicinity of Eugene, which is where the University of Oregon is located. That one is also growing rapidly. Uh, there are, are some fire crews uh, working that particular fire. But when you look at all the fires and you look at all these areas where you've got you know, air quality uh, issues, uh, you have to ask the question, uh, do we have enough firefighters to fight all these fires? And the answer, unfortunately, is also no. So some of these fires are going to continue burning for a while. The smoke is not going to go away 
anytime soon, uh, the uh, uh, larger scale weather patterns do look like they're going to try and bring a little bit of a moisture onshore flow into parts of western Oregon and Washington in a few days. But this weekend is going to be a very ugly weekend in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it will be another ugly weekend in California, in western Nevada where I live, uh, parts of southern Arizona, New Mexico, northern Idaho. Uh, fortunately, with the winter storm that hit Colorado earlier in the week, some of the areas have received some precipitation and they've had a little bit of help with the fire situation in Colorado, but that is probably the one place that has had some benefit. The rest of the West continues to burn and now the situation gets uh, more uh, difficult for the North Pacific Northwestern states. We'll keep an eye on these fires and the air quality uh, for now. I am Dr. Jeff Tilley. This is the Daily Bolt. Good night, good morning, good afternoon. Stay safe, especially uh, Pay attention to air quality alerts and monitoring. Uh, if you want to look for air quality information that is updated in real time, you can go to airnow.gov. That's A-I-R-N-O-W.gov. And the specific figure uh, that uh, I've put up there uh, is from uh, another site you can get to from airnow.gov. Uh, which has uh, this more uh, regional to national perspective of the smoke plumes and the fires. Uh, but if you just type airnow.gov, it'll give you a place to put in where you live and you'll get a more localized uh, uh, depiction of the air quality issues in your area. So again, I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. This is the Daily Bolt and stay safe.